Can you give me a level there, bud? Check, check, check. Check, check, check. <clears throat> check your booty. Mm-hmm. Check your booty. It's actually shake. Oh, oh, sorry. All these shake, days. shake, shake. <laughs> Jody Jenkins and... Tony Clement. This is And Another Thing podcast. Uh, probably the most popular, not probably, definitely the most popular podcast amongst millennials. I think we've, we're doing well with millennials and Generation Z as well. And what, what age group is Generation Z? I don't know, like they're 17 to 21 or 22, something like that. Okay, what what comes after Generation Z? What, where do you go from Generation Z? Is it like uh, you, tornadoes where they cycle through oh, the alphabet? Oh, yeah, that's right. Then, yeah, I have to go back to double A maybe. Maybe they're the Generation double A like the battery. <laughs> Triple A. Triple okay. A. So we are... We have a very, but you sent me this email <laughs> yes. a couple weeks ago with audio of you doing an interview with your barber. With my barber. Yes. I'm, I, you know, I'm, I think it was a Saturday. Yes. All of a sudden I get this random email from you. Just like you didn't even put any detail in it. It was just like an audio clip. So I started listening to it. It was the most bizarre thing. It was funny, but it was bizarre. And then I was like, oh, okay, I know exactly what this is because you had given me a heads up. But I want you to kind of set this up as we sure. roll into this interview. So I I think that the podcast, we're, we're trailblazers. Absolutely. Jo- Jody Jenkins and I are trailblazers. So it's not going to be always the same kind of podcast with, oh, let's interview person X or person Y. I want to mix it up a little bit. And one of the w- ways to mix it up is to have unusual guests that you wouldn't normally maybe hear uh, through a podcast medium. So I thought, you know, I go to my barber every few weeks. I sit in the barber chair. He's a funny guy. He's an interesting guy. His name is Johnny Awesome. He actually changed his name legally so that his last name was Awesome. And then he married Alyssa, and her name is Alyssa Awesome. And so they run a place called Tea Beards, which is in Gravenhurst, Ontario. And at the front of the uh, shop is a tea and coffee emporium that Alyssa runs. And at the back is the barbershop that Johnny runs. And I thought, you know, he's a he's an interesting guy. He's always got these interesting tales to tell. Uh, he's got a lot of tattoos. He's you know, he's done he's done all sorts of stuff. So I decided to interview him. I, sh- I showed up on the Saturday to his barber shop, and the funniest thing happened. He got nervous about the microphone. Like, I never would have thought it. I never would have thought that he was a nervous. But some people are not comfortable with a microphone, a hot microphone, as we call it, with a microphone turned on. And he was one of these people. So I, I tried to make sure that he was uh, that he understood that it was going to be okay that I wasn't going to there was no gotcha moment planned anyway so we decide he was going to do the interview with Alyssa and Nick the kid who is the apprentice barber after the barbershop had closed so we go to the back of the barbershop after it had closed and uh, he's still nervous so the next thing I know the uh, the bourbon is produced and a little bit of weed is produced, and uh, both are which, being, which I think most people will turn to when they're scared of being on mic. So go on, yeah, scared <laughs> on being on another thing and another thing podcast. So uh, there were progressive amounts and, and quantities of both consumed as the interview progressed. And I think you will. I I, I want to know whether our listeners <laughs> can detect when the the tipping point of sto- stonerdom happened. 
Uh, and uh, there was a series of non sequiturs at one point where Johnny was just barking out phrases just out of, I have no idea what they were referring to. Uh, so it was, I, I found it entertaining. And uh, I also made sure we brought up the topic of Justin Trudeau's beard because what better place to get a professional assessment of JT's beard than from a barber? T so, beards. Yeah, that's right. T beards. JT beards. JT beards, it could be. But uh, oh, they're T beards in Gravenhurst, great barbershop. Uh, Johnny and Alyssa, great couple. They do a lot in the community. They're not just uh, small business people. They, they, they started a dodgeball league, and their, their, their shop is a hangout for the high school students. So they're, instead of getting into trouble, they're, they hang out there, play board games. Maybe uh, it's the bourbon and weed that, <laughs> that drops them in. <laughs> I don't think they have the weed out when the high school students are there. Could be wrong, but I don't think so. So uh, I, I think it's a bit of a different interview you're going to get today on this podcast that you would not get on practically any other podcast. Let's just say that. So here we go. This is Tony's Barber, Johnny Awesome from T-Beards. With his wife, Alyssa, you said? Wife, Alyssa. And she Nick, makes an appearance. And Nick the Kid, the apprentice barber. Okay. And, yeah, enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. And welcome to And Another Thing podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tony Clement, here on location at Tea Beards, which is a barber shop and a coffee and tea emporium. And I'm here with my barber, Johnny Awesome, and his lovely wife, Alyssa. My wife. And Hello. Nick is Woo! in the background. Nick the Kid, my apprentice. Nick the Kid, his apprentice. Or a sidekick. Something like that. We all need sidekicks. We all That's need wingmen, wing persons. So I am in my barber shop where I've come for how long have I? What? Four, four years now. Four years uh, you've been my barber. So, yeah. And it was not just because of Johnny Awesome being Johnny Awesome. It was because of the fine service you delivered. So let me ask you, how did you find me in, in the first place? I found you. This is a good story, actually. I found you because we have this annual classic cars show yeah. every June. Yeah. And then you were there with a with a barber shop chair. And a silver Elvis. And a silver Elvis <laughs> and advertising 50 cent haircuts. Yeah, two bits. Two, two bits, bits for the haircut, yeah, and that. I thought, you know, that's that's pretty cool. And you have tattoos, and you had a you had a you had a, a, a British cap on. Yeah, that was, also, that was also the day I, I uh, threw up my back for the rest of my life trying to move that chair. Oh, Seriously? Was, yeah, it was a hundred year old chair, and it was uh, moving that. Because we were in a yeah. in a park. It was yeah. an outdoor thing. It was an indoor thing, so you had to haul a chair that's out true, to yeah. this out yeah. to the Gull Lake Park. We tried to set it up like it was an actual barber shop, just outside. Yeah. So we brought like pictures. We had like a coat rack, and it looked like like an actual barbershop, but it, on an outdoor setting. Now, when you set up here, was the that was the coffee shop happening right away? The tea shop right away? Or was that later? No, because I think we actually we we had had a previous shop that was just that barbershop. was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we ended up in a hole in a wall, and, and yeah, a hole in the wall, and then we moved to this location where we were just serving tea, and then the coffee kind of just came as a result of that. Right, yeah, so yeah. that's why it's called Tea Beards, tea Beards. for our listeners. Well, the, the name itself actually becomes kind of fun, because we are also like a game shop as well as a coffee shop, so Tea Beard, the name, comes from, uh, you know, we got tea for the coffee shop, beard for the barber, but the word Tea Beard comes from uh, Lord of the Rings Tree Beard. So it, oh. kind of, it ties in the, the gaming yeah. aspect. So we should, we, should, we should mention that point right now then, that because this is one of the great things about Tea Beards and about this barbershop and about your vision for it, because it's not just 
a place to sell coffee and to have shaves and haircuts. But this is a hangout. Definitely. And it's a, it's a hangout for people of all ages, we can say. But I, what I really love is how you're a safe place for, for teens and for high school kids. Talk about well, that. My, my inspiration for the idea, or our inspiration, was actually um, Al's Pizzeria from Happy Days. Yeah. Yeah, that. I, I always loved that. Uh, place where you saw the kids dancing, having fun, they do, do their homework, having have a good time. I picture it to be like Al's Pizzeria with like '80s rec room feel. You know, when you go in the '80s rec rooms, they had a lot of wood on the walls. They did, stuff yeah, everywhere. And they had shag rugs too, but you don't have that. <laughs> yeah. That would not be good with the barbershop. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the health co- the health board would allow. No, that. no, no. With the revival of barbering, it's been it's, yeah. That's it. Oh. We do a lot of like uh, we get a lot. We really focus on um, Dungeons and Dragons, which is like we had some guy come into our some kid come into our store the other day. And he goes, "Yeah, so I heard this place is for nerds. This <laughs> is the awesome. nerd place." Yeah. And, and at first, you're kind of like a little annoyed because you're like, "Welcome." We, we just don't want people to give other people a hard time just because yeah. of their hobbies, right? And but then it's like, yeah, yeah, like we are for nerds, and it's like I'm proud of that. I'm proud that we get a lot of kids and a lot of um, community groups with like adults with exceptions and kids with exceptions and a lot of uh, people on the autism spectrum and which is interesting because there's yeah. so much going on inside the store but it's it's really comfortable and kids feel comfortable here and it's, it's like, a safe I'm, place for them yeah. and they can be themselves yeah. right I'm really proud of that you should be yeah it yeah. feels good mm-hmm. but it's also it's also great because it happens so organically because those kind of people like nerds are just such good people they're you know, it's fun. You do, they're here to play board games. They're here to play miniature war gaming, and it's just a really interesting group of people. And I was I was here early on in New Year's Eve. You had, you invited me to your New Year's Eve yeah. party, yeah. and there was a bunch again, bunch of kids. Yeah. If, I, if I can call them that, young young adults, uh, older mm-hmm. teens, mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, they were they were here. They were they were having fun, mm-hmm. and they they had a place where they could hang out for mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. I thought mm-hmm. that was great. Yeah, we try to provide like like uh, like a dry New Year's Eve. A lot of like most people or some people, you know, they don't get invited to an event, or maybe they don't feel comfortable drinking, or maybe they're just socially awkward. Or you're in that awkward age between like like where do you go when you're like 15, 16 years yeah. old? You know, like do you really you don't need a babysitter. Like but. it's nice. It's nice that they yeah. So we usually try to attract them to our spot. Now I want to talk a little bit about the barbering because you're sure. you're a good conversationalist uh, when someone's in the chair. How do, how do you know what to talk? about what's your what's your way of doing that to make uh, people feel comfortable yeah. and at, at home and that kind of thing well right now I'm in a lucky situation that I would say 90% of my clients are people I already know so all the foundation work of getting to know somebody is gone done and so now when like when you come in I we have our topics we talk about which usually revolves around like music but mm-hmm. finding common ground with people uh, and you when you you kind of like develop a dialogue that becomes a habit forming and, uh, you get, and you get to know these people. Uh, being a hairstylist first and then a barber, uh, and doing hair, women's hair, you have a tendency to do, see them every two months, while well, men come in every three to four weeks. So you end up building a, like, like a closer-knit bond because you know what they're doing The on frequency weekly. of their visits yeah. more, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's true, eh? So, uh, but I, what I've noticed is you also talk a lot about yourself. You got you've got stories. <laughs> Sounds bad. No, no, but it's you good. Talk a lot about yourself. No, but you, it's yeah. good because you've got you've had an interesting life. It's mm-hmm. not yeah. been linear mm-hmm. for either of you, really. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, it, so, and I think that's good. So, like you, you've had a lot of experiences, and you're you're able to we're able to talk that way too. You're you're not you don't hold 
there's no holds barred. Let's put it that way. I find, but, don't yeah. you find it's interesting? Like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a judgmental person. I, I try not to be, I think it's kind of a flaw, but I'm, I'm judgmental like my mom. And one thing, like I find people really surprise me where I'll, I'll make a judgment call on that person and then through them coming in through a certain, you know, coffee, we chat a little, I would never want someone to leave on a bad note or like mm-hmm. cold, a cold exit. So even if they come in, if, if maybe I've directed the conversation at like a colder way, I try to, you know, find out more about them. And like just recently we had a, a, a family come in and before I've kind of had a judgment call about them and, and by having them come in, they had a service and, and got to know them and then they tell about themselves. And, and you know, you realize like we're there, we have so much in common and it's, but it's by them sitting in the chair, you give them the time and then they tell you their story. And it's at that point where you're like, wow. It's so easy to judge people. It takes a little bit more work to listen to their story, and then you find out that you have all these connections with people. So it's, it's really interesting that way. Yeah, yeah, you learn a lot about people, and uh, and uh, again, this is a, a place where people can be themselves a little bit. Any any uh, anecdotes from the uh, from the barbering end? Oh, you, that you want to share? What's your coolest part? Like one of the most <laughs> interesting people you met? Yeah, one of the most interesting people I met. Uh, other than Tony Clement, hmm. what about like the roadies? The roadies, who are they? Some of the bands. Some of the bands that come through town. Like, remember when we were in Victoria? Oh, I, I do remember. Like that was actually cool. Um, Rob Helford from um, Jewish Priest, his uh, guitarist. They were in town in Victoria that time, and uh, and I remember I did I did their hair, and it was really cool to meet them, and uh, they gave me uh, tickets to go see them, and uh, it was great because me and Alyssa were just starting to date, and. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember you, th- you thought I was uh, I was someone that knows everybody. This guy's so cool. Yeah. Because two weeks later, I did the, the guy from the roadie from Tool came in. Okay. And so he gave me backstage pass to that in the second row center backstage pass. Very so nice. I'm thinking this and, guy's connected to yeah. like, the cool the cool yeah. people. And that was just, that sealed the deal. That helped. And you had July talk in here a couple of years oh, ago. Oh yeah, they were yeah that was they they were they were really nice, weren't they? Picture there somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were cool people. They they really liked uh, Alyssa's tea like a lot. It's it's funny when like I I've seen I've seen John you know I always would send the most difficult women and the most difficult clients and men to Johnny because he has an ability to really like soften them up, up immediately upon them sitting in his chair so you can take somebody who's difficult and then they become like a lifetime client. Mm-hmm. It's by your, I think it's your personality. You do have a lot of really good stories. Like you're also raised by your mom and your sister, so you have definitely like an understanding side where you listen. Yeah, like I remember as a kid going being at my mom's <laughs> hair shop in Burlington, and she had like pink fun fur on the walls, and I'd go there and I'd play with that. But she would tell me how to uh, talk to talk to people, and when um, there was like women there, she'd be like, "Oh, go over to Miss Jones and say, hey." Your hair, blue red hair looks stunning, you know. So I was like eight years old. She's oh, like, really? She's like yeah. training you. Yeah, she even had a little jacket. She maybe wear a little jacket. Did All she right. Make you like what? What your mom make you do? Just like when you uh, really oh, when you're really, yeah. hand out coffee and tea and stuff. Yeah, but didn't you have to like wash like really like uh, like the older ladies' hairs who maybe hadn't washed their hair since their last service? Oh boy, if you come in hungover. <laughs> what oh, yeah, happened yeah. if you came in hungover? What your mom did? I, you're egging that sort of story out of me. Yeah, that was on. Uh, I did come home, came to work once. And I was a little hungover, and so my mom uh, she, she cleared off my whole schedule, so I had no oh. customers, oh. and I had to spend the day cleaning. And one of the things I had to clean was the the, the, the vent where the, the filter, the mm. filter where the sink is, and it was just full of like old hair. 
that was been like permed oh. and colored and Ew. nasty. Yeah, I had to scrape it out with a little <laughs> fork. Oh, yeah. that's so gross. And I never came out, and then never came uh, hung over again. That's right. Sure. <laughs> that was that was, yeah. that was the that was the way to teach you the lesson, eh? Yeah, yeah, I was done, yeah. I'm done that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it like in a small town? You're in a small town. We're in Gravenhurst, uh, population mm-hmm. twelve thousand or so. What's it like doing doing this well, job here? I think it's uh, it, it it kind of forces you to be a better barber than you, I would if I was in the city. Uh, the reason for that would be that you see people all the time, and your reputation is so important. Like yeah. uh, one person says something bad here, so many people are going to hear. In Toronto, it doesn't matter. There's always new people coming. Yeah, there's and going. a churn of people. Like yeah. people come and go, but you know, like I like it's it's good for competition too. Like. Because there's a, there's a lot I, I said this to you before But there there's a lot of barber shops and hairstyling There's 18 in town 18 in, in, a, in, town. A, in a town of 12,000 That that to me is a lot But you were telling me that isn't a lot Because yeah. well, you do the math, right? Yeah, it, it makes sense Because uh, to be a, uh, in a, have a hair salon You have to be visible So you want people to see you So you're going to be close to town And then you most salons will have only One, two or three pe- hairstylists and then each stylist can cover about 500 people. So if you have 12,000, do the math. There's a lot of hairstylists. Yeah. And then that way you have to work somewhere. You don't, not every shop has like eight stylists there. Yeah, yeah. Then also it's good because, you know, not everybody, you, you almost have to, it's like a tattoo artist. I mean, I don't know. That's, that might not be a good comparison. But you might not find that you fit well within that group or in that story might not it might not have the right vibe for you Mm -hmm. it might not be the right personality but barbers tend to attract their clientele Mm -hmm. like so the more places that people have as an option the more they can find a a, a barbershop that they're comfortable in and the right barber for them so is there uh you know forgive my ignorance but is there a trend in hairstyle that you've attached yourself to or is it uh is it pretty well the same stuff or i I must have changed over the decades even well i I feel like men's hair changes are like trends that last three to five years and and like the only real prediction i really see is uh like for men that the the parts parts aren't going to be so hard you know they're not going to like strong yeah yeah yeah. but i I really like the idea that the beards are going to get wider yeah, you're going to see a lot more because right now it's always so, so skinny. So do you think the yeah. beards are, uh, the, the, are the thing now, yeah. eh? Yeah, I think, well, the beards are going to stay strong like they have been for, for the last while. Because our prime minister now has a beard, you know. Does he really? Does he yeah. really? I, I haven't even seen that. That's how yeah. he, like, listen, we don't even. He yeah, grew a vacation cool. beard and it's just getting, yeah, it's, he's got a beard now. He came back from, from holiday and he's got a beard. Oh, let me look this up here. Uh, they're they're it. they're looking it up right now. Yeah. Justin, <laughs> this is real yeah. time. Isn't this terrible? <laughs> this is so recording. funny. Okay, are we ready? Is it kind of right. gray? Because maybe I did see. Yeah, it, it is kind of gray. It's maybe got I salt and pepper. It. Okay, images. I look at the uh, the World Wide Web a lot more than than John does. So the star is that it? Yeah, that's it. Ooh, yeah, I like it better on him. Right. Uh, he looks more. Yeah, like what do you John think? Please assess uh, Justin Trudeau's beard. Okay, you're gonna hold this. Come and on, you're you're the experts. Well, I think how gray it makes it. It makes his actual hair look like a wig is he looking more mature because of it though it kind of looks like a wig. <laughs> <laughs> his hair looks like a wig, ladies and gentlemen. There we go. His hair looks like a wig. Well, it honestly looks like contrast. someone photoshopped his beard and added more gray okay. into it. So. 
Then so, maybe they did color it though. Because so what, are you, what is yeah. he trying to? What is he trying to do with the beard? This is this is what oh, we all want to know. How's it going to impact his right? political views? How does it impact? He's probably trying to look older. Mm-hmm. Trying to look older. More, yeah. uh, more mature, perhaps. Or wise. More mature. Like he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's there doing he with the beard. Look, he doesn't and, look like a drama teacher. Like trendy. Though. He doesn't look, and it's hard to do the black face when you got the beard. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Now we know. I also think. I also think though, like because he looks so much younger without his facial hair. Yeah, like it even looks like they've colored his eyebrows. Really? Colored eyebrows. Ooh, how old is he? He's like forty-six. Or yeah, something okay. Like that. He's yeah. he's good for gray. Forty-eight. It just looks like a lot of gray, though. For there's yeah. a lot of gray in there. Like there's quite a bit. Yeah. So I mean, that's What's very interesting angle? because he's obviously he's consciously decided to change. I guess for man, <laughs> the right. beard is the way. <laughs> To change your look, right? I just oh yeah, in we're on lucky. It. We, we got the, all the, the advantage of that. <laughs> They've zoomed in on his beard. It's like we're trying to do It's like the ways. whole phone right now. We're trying. <laughs> you ever do that? No, you can't do that. You take random body parts. Mm-hmm. No, I can't say that. No, you can't no. say that. <laughs> <laughs> I know where this was going. I know. And you you can't say that. You zoom in. Oh, here's another one. Oh yeah, my like gosh. He doesn't even look like Why the same person. We're still talking about Trudeau here. I thought we were talking about body parts. He really does. He looks. He looks so different. I know. Like he before, does. he looked like some guy I knew in college who Still I'd looks like, like a wig in that picture, you know, right? Work out with or something. Right? Nick wants to say something here. Let's just, just like, like beards are all about changing your face, right? Like I, yeah. I look like a twelve-year-old with butt chin. I look like I don't have a beard. I didn't like that. It's too much. There's too much face. There's too much, too much face. face. Yeah, we actually don't. We can't. We don't. I'm also, it's not allowed. you can show how like how white I am when you see my whole face. It's pretty bad. But like the whole point is changing like your face. Like Seth Rogen actually has been saying it a lot because like he grew this massive beard. Massive beard. So he doesn't look like like you know like some some chubby Jew like anymore. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, I mean, like, like it's all about just making yourself look different. Because as guys, we can't have makeup. We can't, like, do eyeliner unless you really want to look like a punk. Right, right, right. When I say punk, I say that with respect. Go some 41. I feel like a lot of guys... <laughs> some 41, you don't look like Derek Wibley. Oh, yeah, okay. killer, no filler. Yeah. Yeah. John wore eyeliner until he was, like, 30. Yeah. Yeah, but that was, like, the look, though, right? Like, guys naturally, you, know, you, you go to a construction site, you're not going to go with nail polish, right? It's, uh, but the beard is something that is socially acceptable... Increases your like macho manhood, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, See, it's Tony fun. doesn't need a beard. He's macho. Well, enough. I've got the sideburns though. I've had the oh sideburns for seventeen years. Have you yeah. ever had a beard? I had a beard. I, lo- I in two thousand and three. I I, lo- I lost I lost an election. I lost my provincial oh, seat no. as MPP. So it was like a depression beard. I th- I thought this is my time to grow a beard. Okay. So I grew a beard. It's the only time. There's only one photo of me with a with a full beard. <laughs> And then my wife was like tolerating it, tolerating yeah. it, and then she finally said, mm, "Okay, yeah. you're not. I'm not even going to kiss you yeah. anymore until you get rid of the beard." So I shaved off the beard, and the sideburns were all that were left. And I've had the sideburns since so three. What color was it? It was salt and pepper. Okay. Even then, how but, old were you? Thirty-four. No, two thousand and three. Oh, okay. So right. no, I was. Uh, you know, I was uh, uh, thirty. I was. I was forty-two. Okay. Forty-two. The number. Oh, yeah. So the best beard I've ever seen in my life, though. It just recently happened. This is the absolute best beard. <laughs> it's in a, mo- a movie called... <laughs> How did we get onto this? Anyway, it's my Wheel, fault. Wheels on Fire. Wheels on Fire? Yeah. Oh, was that that guy's that... Wait, you tell it. Yeah, it's just... No, yeah, he's got the... It's all, like, jagged. The oh, yeah, the, the teeth. Okay, yeah. but what about... We were just watching that other one. Wasn't it Dollman? Doesn't he have, like, he... he Oh, that was like a whole coloring thing. Like he colored his beard, so it was like an an, an older actor, clearly older, like yeah, probably yeah, yeah. late fifties. Oh yes, and yeah. they colored they <laughs> they colored over his Dull his man. beard and his hair, but so obviously just to make him look younger. But it was so it was so ridiculous. Do you do you guys do you guys get upset when you see on TV or movies 
bad hair? Is that something yeah. that you take personally? Bangs especially. I feel like I feel like we actually will stop the the, the movie <laughs> and John will point out. He goes, "See, look at there. See her right. bangs are changing." And then, oh wait, there they change it again. So you can see the scenes, the different oh, scenes. Okay. Like, and and how do you feel about Jerry curls and mullets? I think they're great if they're on the right right I person. Jerry curls are so I, yeah exactly like yeah. I think a Jerry curl is so cool. We also we were just talking. We have a, a client. We're not going to name name this person. We can't name clients here. Can't name clients. <laughs> I mean, you can. She's honestly she's one it's of the coolest. Karen. She's cool. Like she's <laughs> definitely one of the cool chicks, and she has a mullet. And mm. I don't know. Does wow. she realize she has a mullet, or is it just? Well, she work? knows. She asked. We, we talk about it. Okay. Yeah. So she she wants to be the trendsetter in Mulletville. Yeah, and it just looks badass on her. Yeah, it, it looks does. Like, hey? it, it looks good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and she, you know, she, she's cool. She's cool enough that it is just it just works. It looks awesome. She owns it, and it's super cool. Now, do do people come in and and you do you assess them and say, okay, we got to change something here. This is this is this is not working. Do you yep. say? Yeah, yeah and, and and how do you how do you have that conversation? Well, like one guy, he came in after it was six months. He hadn't had a haircut, and his wife told him she's like she's like you need to go in for a haircut. So he comes in, he sits down, don't even say anything. All I've said is hi, my name is, and he, you just start laughing because it's like, dude, like what'd you do to yourself? <laughs> and he, he looked like Chewbacca. With a little, little face and so basically, I just gave him like a really solid fade and just cleaned up the lines, and that's all it took. But like, I removed so much hair wow right and some like, like that's the thing with with building clientele in small towns too is with guys you have to like you have to make them want to come back because usually they'll be like ah, i could go another month and mm-hmm. then, unless they're married and they come in yeah <laughs> and then they've got they've yeah. got to clean up so yeah you have to do a good enough job to make them want to come back right every month instead of every like so you get the 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 wife has got to be happy with it and the guy's yeah. got to be happy with yeah. it yeah we've had some people who like <clears throat> one of john's friends from when he was younger He's a construction guy. He works really hard. He's, you know, he's the guy who's going to drink, like, a six-pack on the weekend and probably, like, I don't know, have, like, a fight club in his house or something. You know, just, he's, <laughs> he's, just, he's hardcore. But, you know, and he looks, he looks pretty mountain man-ish to me. When I, when I look at him, I go, this guy's that, that's a, a... That's a look around yeah, Muskoka. Let's face it. It's early. Yeah. But it is amazing when he comes in, like, I swear, like, maybe once every year I see this guy. And he gets he gets a haircut from John. Is the guy with the, is, is no, I'm talking clothes? about Itch. Oh, Itch. oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Itch is a childhood a nickname, not a nickname. Everybody has haircut. a nickname at the barbershop, <laughs> yeah. folks. You may not know your nickname, but you have one. You do. So Itch, Itch, uh, he doesn't. Tony Clementine. Yeah, yeah oh, there you go. Clementine. Yeah. Oh, we're eating Clementine. And you're eating Clementine. Oh, that's <laughs> right now. It's Clementine. <laughs> in honor of Tony, we're eating Clementine. So yeah, and he comes in and he just he looks so good when he leaves. Like he looks like a very attractive and man. Does he like feel it? Does he know it? I think people. I think people really do. Like it's funny. Even when kids come in, sometimes because you, you're building up character, you're building yeah. up people. Wow, I, I look great. Therefore, I feel great. Therefore, I'm I'm ready to take on the world. You're you're part of that, aren't you? John told me though, and I don't know if this is like actual factually based, but you told me that <laughs> during the war, barbers were not uh, oh, conscripted because yeah. of it, it impacted people's morale so much. It was more valuable. It was it was not more valuable. Is that a word? Yeah. It's value it's more valuable to have somebody raising the morale of the people than to send that person off to war. I yeah. just think that it's oh, so true. like on the home front. Yeah. Yeah, so they England. weren't conscripted in into the oh, army. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it's the same reason in World War II when, when the Russians tried to abolish the church that they just they destroyed the morale of their own troops and they had to bring it back in one way or another. You know, like you need haircuts. You need people. That's all. Like, <laughs> no, but it's, yeah. Like, like the morale affects the army and you, like, and usually Napoleon found out that was with food. 
but you know, you also got to pull in the other factors of religion and well, self appeal. As yeah, wellness and you know your self regard, women, self care, and women. That was part of it too. <laughs> I'm sure. We are here at uh, T Beard's Barbershop uh, and uh, and Coffee and Tea Emporium. I'm Tony Clement, your host for And Another Thing. I'm here with uh, Johnny and Alyssa Awesome and uh, their sidekick, Nick. Hi. And uh, we're almost at the end here oh, of this okay. podcast. I, that's gone by very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Honestly, sometimes I keep forgetting we're even on. Yeah, there we go. That, that's the way back. it should be. Uh, do you, is there any funny <laughs> story you want to tell about Tony Clement and my Doc Martens? Or? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah. That's great. Uh, the day uh, you came in with your docs, and they were uh, laced improperly. Yeah, and so. And before I could get a haircut, you insisted yes. <laughs> that I lace them properly, the proper British way. It was disrespectful to the boots and the music that was going. We ever listened to the Clash, we had yep. the record going. And so, yeah, I, I so then I turned his chair around and I laced his boots the correct way. And uh, should have a picture of this or something. I know it was yeah. uh, it was a big moment for me to have yeah. my my boots laced by my barber before I could get my hair cut. <laughs> I couldn't let you go to the uh, Parliament Hill with that. You know, it makes exactly. sense. Though. But I and I did wear those boots to, to Parliament Hill. Right. I want to state that for the record. Laced properly. <laughs> laced properly. What was the reason why you stopped turning them? It was just too Laziness. damn hard to get my boots on and off, and I you know. Maybe when I was you 24, could, I had that amount of time to lace my boots properly. Not so much at 59. So you could take care of the health, our health, and then... Uh, yes, yeah. I could take care of the national interest. <laughs> What's more important? But lacing my boots, I just was not oh, cool enough for that. Nice. That's the way it goes sometimes. Well, awesome. uh, folks, thanks so much. This has been great to have you on the podcast. It's been a little different from my usual podcast, but that's good. That's good because we we are about politics, but we are also about social we trends. We talk about politics. No, no, okay, yeah, no. Don't worry. I've got okay. lots of Did we? lots of guests. We talked about Justin Trudeau. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm surprised we didn't talk more about Dollman movie. That movie's oh, so awesome. We recommend Dollman. We recommend Dollman <laughs> thoroughly. Good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You heard it here thing. first. And another thing. That's that's the that's and the another whole thing. thing of it. And an, oh yeah, and another thing. Yeah. Oh, we man, recommend you could be here all night. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you for listening. We'll. We'll see you next episode. Thank you, Tony. So there you go. I, I think I think it was pretty obvious where things started to go sideways. Well, the, the funny thing was when I asked about Trudeau's beard, they had no idea that Trudeau had a beard, which uh, indicates uh, to me that there's, you know, some people are engaged in politics. They know what's going on. Other people couldn't care less. So we, we actually, when I was asking about Trudeau's beard, we were looking it up on my phone so I could show them a visual image of Justin Trudeau with a beard and so the conversation could go on. So this was this is all real, folks. This is not made up. <laughs> this is not just a artifice. This is a real conversation in the barbershop. And, I, and speaking of JT's beard, I actually, I think it works for him. I honestly do. And that's what they said, you yeah. know, and they, uh, they said it lo- makes him look more mature. Yeah. And more serious, so I'm sure he had 50 consultants telling him the same thing. Yeah, and I'm sure it probably bugs conservatives that if you were to poll people, they probably the majority probably say it does work. For it them. does so work, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a trigger for the uh, political right. So anyway, thanks again to Tony for setting that up. For we sure. appreciate it. Uh, you can, we always pride ourselves on different kind of guests, and, we, and future episodes will be no different. Don't forget to subscribe. Where, where can do. they subscribe? Yeah. iTunes. iTunes, Spotify, and uh, you can also sponsor the show. Yes. Please do so. Yes, please do so. Send checks. Or we'll we'll, we'll uh, post our uh, address 
on our Twitter account or Instagram. You can <laughs> send the checks directly there, and we promise, we promise we'll get your ads on the, on the air. It's not a, not a question of if, it's a matter of when. Exactly. Enjoy the rest of your week. New show drops in seven days. Take you, care. You bet. Take care.